Oh, are you recording? Yeah, we've been recording. Oh, shit. <coughs> Language! Hello, listener. Uh, yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. After a six-month hiatus. Five because we were Five months. Five months. We, uh, originally in episode 32, or no, episode 31, we launched a hit piece on pyramid schemes. <laughs> Specifically, all- Monet. All of the pyramid schemers <laughs> came after us, and yeah, um, it was a scary evening. They kidnapped us and took us to their evil lair, and so we were they, gone for a while. They you know. blindfolded us, got us in the middle of the night, blindfolded us. Didn't even wear masks. Exactly. Like, like they threw us in a. And bed. now, yeah, real problematic. Now we're back for episode thirty-three. So if you forgot who we are, my name is Gavin Axelrod. Nice, good tie. My name is Jaron Rikus, and uh, what is this, Gavin? Episode thirty-three. No, what is this? Did we say that this is oh, talking about anything anywhere? Talking about any- yeah, I think I did. But anyways, <laughs> this is the worst this intro. Is... This is the worst intro we've done. We're out of practice. Give us a break. This is the talketh about anythingeth, anywhereeth, anytimeeth, Pod- anyplaceeth podcasteth. Yes. <laughs> how you doing, Gavin? I'm fired up. Like I was actually, you know, I we hadn't done one of these. Oh, my microphone is peeing like crazy yeah, I right can, now. I'm seeing it happen. The people at home. We hadn't. Okay, how does it sound now? Now you're I fine. Pushed it further away from my face. That's fine. So yeah, we we haven't done one of these in a while. Then I was thinking like, now that school's calmed down, and everything, maybe we should do a podcast. And then you texted me literally like when I was thinking about that and that train of thought. Wow. We got it together, so I'm fired up to be here. That you know? is that is serendipitous, some might say. Um, what have you been doing, man? What have you been since? I mean, school is school, and we're not, we'll try to stay away from that. But like, what has been keeping okay, yeah. you busy? I'll do the TLDR on school. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I said in the first... Oh, I'm hearing an echo for my thing. I have Whatever. no echo. Just, I have no echo. I'll just continue on. Anyways. So I said in the first semester that if you do online school and you enjoy what you're doing, it'll be a breeze and it'll be fun. Fair. Well, it's a freezing cold take now because second semester, even though I enjoyed what I was doing, yeah. I literally hated every second of it. Did you get it. burnt there, out real quick? I don't think it was burnout. It was just like... The pro- for my program, the o- literally the only thing we did this semester was we worked on one feature story from the beginning of the semester mm. to the end of the semester. Mm. And I can count on my one thumb how many times I actually put in a decent amount of effort this semester. <laughs> it was one time. This, I'm using my one thumb you're to one, illustrate it. Yeah, Gavin only has one thumb for those yeah. not watching okay. the video. Out of my two thumbs, I can count on <laughs> one of my two thumbs on how many thumb. times I tried this semester. Yeah, And like I put in an actual effort because... We had a feature story first draft, and the professor said to us before that he didn't expect anyone to get over 80. And so I'm in the class, and I'm sitting there, and you know the Michael Jordan meme, like, and I took that personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just lit a fire under my ass, you know, because I, I was like, because he gave me, he gave me um, 11.25 out of 15 on the first. Man, what assi- is Oh, no, 11.75. It was 11.75, and so it was 0.25 off from an 80. And so what I did at first is I listened to Headlines by Drake. Great. And I, Great it was like I had someone tell me I fell off. Ooh, I needed that. And I was like, I needed this mark. And then he said he didn't expect anyone to get over an 80 on the uh, the first draft, which is worth 25% of the grade. Mm-hmm. So at first I said, man, F this guy. Like, I can get an 80%. Mm-hmm. And I sort of started to write my story. But then one night I was sitting in my bed 
and it was like midnight and i was supposed to get up we had like the class was asynchronous the next day and i just yeah. stayed up till like three in the morning and grinded it out just and it was grinded. the first time it's literally the only time all semester where i actually felt motivated to finish yeah my story and like do a really good job because i liked what i was writing about and it was an enjoyable process i was just so fired up to like get the 80 and i got the 80 i was like yeah it was sick Mazel and then what they do what they do is when you do the second draft, they just give you 20% up to 20% bonus marks. So I ended up getting 100% on the first draft. And then I got 90% on the second draft. And the story was really well received by nice. people I wrote. And my professor enjoyed it. So, yeah, it was. So you did it. It, it was sick. You yeah, achieved. I did it. And you it achieved. felt good. You achieved. Yeah. Is that the is that the TLDR on school? Is there anything else? That's, that's yeah, that's my TLDRs, I guess. We'll get into some other stuff after, some big other stuff. Yeah, but, big, um, big things coming. Yeah. That's it for me for school. I'm so glad it's over. I, I honestly, I'm so surprised that I end up with finishing with a 4.0 GPA this term. Like, <laughs> I am I'm either going to be just shy of a 4.0 or a 4. Point, I think 4.11 is if I can get an A plus in or 4.6. 4.06, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, it is... I, I never felt that burnout. Like I got, I guess I got lucky. Um, this year I took classes that really interested me, and like I was doing that thing where I left every morning and you know did classes at my grandparents because they weren't here. Um, so because of that, like I don't think I got burnt out at all, which is like a very good uh, experience. I think that made this year a lot less stressful. Um, to be fair, I am like screwed now because i've taken up all my electives i cannot take any more like like you know for lack of a better term bullshit classes like that is not a thing i can do now Um, yeah no more bird courses no more no more you know booster courses like it's just going to be major minor philosophy political studies till i you know till i'm finished and that'll be hopefully fun but it's going to be a lot and i gotta get ready for uh for whatever that means um yeah, I don't know, man. School school wasn't bad. I didn't uh, I didn't hate it. I, I think there were some times when I like had a day or two where I was just like, I don't want to do this. Um, one course in particular really, really, really um, pissed me off to no end. If you uh, you know if you ever see a class called Introduction to University and you think, hey, that's probably easy, don't take it because it is the worst opportunity. Like it's a it's a teaching you how to write class, right? And you'd think, you'd think, and you'd be naive in thinking that just because it's an easy, like, like concept, that it would be an easy class, right? It is not at all. I had to put so much effort into these papers that, like, there were people in that class that had, they didn't, didn't know what a thesis statement was, right? Like, they'd never written a paper. And, and because of that, the average great mark in the class was, like, a 75, and I emailed the prof after that the, sucks. <laughs> right, right. So I emailed the prof and I was like, "Hey, it just sounds like bad on for the prof." Like exactly, exactly. It sounds like it. It doesn't achieve much, right? There. And then I, I met with the prof because mm-hmm. I got like a seventy-five, and I was like, "I, you know, like if that's my mark, that's my mark." But I want to know why. And she was like, "Well, you did this wrong." And I was like, "I didn't though. It's right there." And she was like, "Oh, you're right." And then I was like, "Why seventy-five? And she was like, "Well, that's like a rel- That's a good mark for this class." And I was like, "Why is it not an 80? Or an 85, like, why isn't it an A being a good mark for this class? Doesn't make sense to me. And she was like, well, I mean, there are people that come in here and don't know what they're doing. I'm like, so why does feedback have to equal, or, or why does good feedback have to equal a poor mark? 
Like I could get an A and you could tell me exactly what to fix next time and it would be just as effective and it wouldn't mess up people's GPAs, right? So whatever. I, I, I went through that and, and that was the that was the thing. But other than that, there was no statistics to do. This was uh this was a relatively good semester. Glad it's over. Time to party. What uh, what's your summer plans, Gavin? You working back at the uh the place that shall not Dude, be named? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back back up for a second. Relatively good semester? You're a student politician now. Oh god. I feel like I'd be a... <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I guess I gotta be a little bit more uh a little more um uh, political, not political. I need to be a little bit more, no, no. a little bit more politically correct. At, not that I'm not <laughs> in this podcast, but um, yeah, student council, art student council at the university. Hype to uh, hype to serve. Excited. Uh, shout out to the organization that will not be named from high school that uh, you know gave me more L's than W's. Uh, this was vindication. Oh, are you talking about the uh, the, the 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 beach one, ball, beach ball, beach ball youth? Uh, Youth opportunity. Ostracism? Ostracism? Did you say ostracism? There's the name of the podcast. Beach Ball Youth Ostracism. I'm writing that down real quick. Beach Ball Youth Ostracism. Anyways, yeah. So um, this was like a great moment. Uh, you know, the majority of our viewers probably will not be U of M students, but, you know, on the off chance that they are. it was the uh, it's the art student council. We're uh, we're hyped to get to work. Uh, great team of people, fantastic team of people, and uh, yeah, man. I when we won, like when our when our team won the election, I was sitting there and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe we did that, because you know with with the beach ball beach ball youth ostracization, uh, I really got like snubbed a lot for the amount of effort that I put into it. So this was like a good reminder that like you can achieve when you put the work in. And that's like a great, that's a great feeling. But yeah, man, we did it. I'm, Wait, so I'm did you have to do like a speech or anything or did it, it was just all the social media campaigning and then people voted or how did it, how did it work? Yeah, I mean, usually like I think in previous years there's been debates, which I would have loved to do. Like a debate would have been Oh yeah, you would have loved to get up there and debate. I would have loved debate. that. Rip some kid about policy. Um but no, I mean because it's all COVID friendly, right? Cuz no one's on campus. Mm-hmm. Um it was like social media through and through. So Instagram was pretty much the entire battlefield. Um if any of the, you know, listeners follow me, they would have seen like a you know, an Instagram uh, qu- poll, question poll, where that was just like, ask me anything. And um, and it was that, and it was like posting stuff constantly. I got sick of Instagram real fast. I've never been yeah, sick sure of a social did. media. I wanted to burn my phone. Uh, Wait, how did you like get involved? I guess even going back with the, the group or the team, did they, were they just like recruiting and you said, sure, I'll sign up or no, how does that work? So I got approached. Basically, um, one of my co-counselors was in one of my classes mm. and I had reached out to her because a friend of mine needed a, uh, a representative from a specific community for their like uh, research project. Um, okay. and I knew of her. So I was like, Hey, we don't really talk at all, but like, I, you know, my friend needs X, Y, and Z. Like, would you be able to do it? And she was like, yeah, of course. Like, that sounds great. Um, and then she was like, and, you know, we don't know each other at all, but, like, my board needs someone to fill this position. Would you be interested? And I, you know, I met with the um, 
I met with the uh, president to or president to be um, and the vice president. Uh, and we went over everything and it seemed like a really great fit. And, uh, you know, here we are a couple months later. We uh, we have we have done the impossible. That's sick. Yeah, man. I know. I remember one day on Instagram, I just it's like Jaron is a student politician now. And here is his campaign. Yeah. Yeah. And I watched some of the stories. I was going to repost it, but then I realized that all the people who have already reposted, like, I was, like, thinking about my audience, and it was, like, well, you're not everyone you. who I was, yeah, everyone who it would have been directed to anyways had already reposted exactly. it, and they were obviously going to vote for you, so I was Well, just, but that's the thing, is that, is that I'm an, afar. this was an art student's election, and mm-hmm. if you know anything about, you know, my graduating class, I am, like, one of two people that went into arts at U of M. Which yeah, because Asper seems to be a cool thing. Asper to just seems get. to be the thing Asper, to do. Asper, Asper, Asper. Which Asper. means, which means that either the sciences friends that I have or the Asper kids couldn't do anything. They reposted it, you know, just in case they had, like, you know, they. Had so they couldn't even vote for you. They couldn't vote for me, and in fact, every time they posted it, I have, I had to like write because they had very strict um, campaigning rules because it was so mm-hmm. different. So I had to like put their name down every time I saw anyone post which is why I reposted everything to, like, remind myself to, like, submit it. It was, like, a very interesting process. Like, I, I didn't think it was going to be so in-depth. So what was the rule that you had to follow, I guess? It was more like like there were certain dates that you're allowed to campaign, as per, like, any campaign. Mm. Um, there were certain things you're allowed to post, certain things you're not allowed to post. Anything that you were going to post had to be approved by, like, the CRO. Uh, and, and, like, it needed to be... You know, um, like it, it really just needed to be like fair. And one thing that that uh, I found out throughout all of this was like, oh my god, I cannot imagine how crazy. Like I was doing this, you know, during during online school. You know, like I took a break from reading my textbook to go post things. I cannot imagine being on campus running in a severe election like this. Like, there are 4,500 art students. We had the biggest turnout of any election that the arts faculty has seen in years, which is awesome. We got, we got, like, 10%, right? But that's not a high number. <laughs> and and in person would have been even more difficult. Anyways, enough about the student politics. We got more to discuss. The world is... Uh, Winnipeg is not weathering the storm. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. I thought you were going to segue into this and just ask me about it, but since you obviously weren't going what? to, oh, I'll, wait, just, wait. Like, I'll just talk about my big news anyway. Since, oh, like, oh, my God. Was... I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Guys, wait, wait, wait. Did you know that, that my co-host is a famous writer? Did you know that? Yo, it sounds, it sounds so rude the way I just said it, but I totally No, 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 thought, no. I'm an cause, idiot. Because you liked and retweeted my tweet about it, so I was waiting. And I was like, no, I know. please I'm a, segue. I'm a dummy. I'm a dummy. No, honestly, my brain's somewhere else. But yeah, congratulations, man. Tell the people what's going on. Okay, so... Um, okay, I'm going to just start at the beginning. So for the past, yeah, two years, I've been volunteering for like the sports section of my student paper. It's called the Eye Opener. Um, great, great like place to get uh volunteer like writing career going and like it's given me a lot of good opportunities but pretty much since my first year it always been my goal to be the sports editor of the sports section in my third year so and last year i got approached and the editor said you should run and i said no like i'm not ready blah 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 so i didn't run last year and 
this year, my whole entire goal was like, I'm going to do all these great stories. I'm going to put a banger portfolio together and I'm going to run. And originally the whole entire year, I was pretty much running unopposed. Jaren, are you connected still? Oh, 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 sorry. I was muted because I was no, letting you, I was letting you talk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. I looked like you were fixing. <laughs> Anyways, so the whole entire year, I was pretty much working with the assumption that I was just going to go because, yeah, there's an election that I'll talk about after. Yeah. And I was going to do all this great work, like do all these big stories, which I did. And then I was going to run unopposed and I was going to get the position. And then in uh, what month was it? Maybe March or uh, February. Yeah. I found out that someone else was running against me. Sheesh. And and then immediately I was like, oh, shoot. What is, like, what this is going to be tough now. Because the person I was running against, he's really he was really talented, and he knows a lot of people. And I'm, I guess, like, compared to him, I was kind of more in the shadows. Is he, the I did same more... year? is he the same year as us? No, he's a year older than me. and So then, yeah, um, that makes sense. He had an extra year of no COVID. I honestly thought I was going to lose. Like, once I found out he was running, I pretty much had told myself that I was going to lose. Damn. And so, because um, he had written for every section of the paper. Right. And... He was a year older than me and had more, like, we had the same amount of, like, written stories, but he knew more people, and the way the voting works is pretty much, if you're eligible to vote, it literally comes down to who you know, and you want to trust that people will vote for the better person, but, but at the end of the day, everyone like everyone kind of knows that everyone just votes for who they know, and so I was, like, beginning to freak out, and um, I was, like, telling myself that... Oh, I'm such an under like you know how you tell yourself when you when you like you everyone's always like oh I don't think you're gonna say you're gonna lose because you're gonna lose that way if yeah. you think like that yeah. and I would literally tell myself oh I'm an underdog like people will just respect my work and they'll like yeah. see me for who yeah, I am yeah, yeah, and respect yeah. my hard work and then I would literally turn around and be like I have no chance of winning this I'm gonna lose and I would be <laughs> I would just like go back and forth and like I got so depressed over it I was like I literally just worked two years to try and get to this goal yeah and now I'm not gonna get to my goal I'm literally gonna lose I'm gonna go out there do a speech and I'm going to get embarrassed and lose. And then like, yeah. what am I going to like, you're literally like, what am I going to do? Because my whole entire trajectory in my program so far is I had one goal. I had no backup plan. Usually I have a plan A, B, C, and D in this time. Yeah. I had no backup plan. And then I was like, Oh shoot, I'm going to lose. So I started making a plan B. <laughs> okay. I started making a plan B that obviously it won't come to fruition this year, but it's a good plan for another year. Okay. But then, so I started making a plan B and, I heard that the other person was doing, because you're allowed to do politicking, but I didn't want to post it on social media and be like announcing that I'm running because I didn't want to be like, it's so embarrassing to do that and then lose. Yeah, thanks, I Gavin. That, I appreciate the, <laughs> I appreciate no, I the, the whole, silent dig. I, no, it's not. It wasn't a dig on purpose. It just <laughs> to me, like for yeah, my yeah, pride, yeah. it would have been so embarrassing for if me to post that I was running and then to lose. Yeah, man. And then so I had heard from like just on the grapevine that the person I was going up against was doing really good politicking. And I was kind of way behind on the track, the inside. Yeah. But I think the one thing that worked out for me is that the voters list, I pretty much, like a month before the election when the voters list came out, I just like messaged everyone on it, said, here's my platform, here's what I want to do, here's my for experience, sure. I'd love to get your vote. And so the night the night before the, or a week, the elections were on a Thursday. And the Monday of the elections, I was still writing my speech. Yeah. I sent it to one of my friends and she said to me, she was like, she was like, respectfully, you sound like you've accepted defeat already. Like, why would you yeah. even run? Yeah. And it was a good kick in the balls. And then I literally said to my, well, I was, it was a good kick in the balls. It was Great like kick the kick in the, in the balls. balls I needed. Best kick to in the pick balls. pick myself up and say like, 
I'm Gavin Axelrod. I love writing for the eye opener and this is what I've done and I've pretty much given my whole all my extra free not all my extra free time but I've dedicated myself I've been here and I've wanted to make this section better for the past two years and then so you ever seen Rocky I think it's which is the I think it's Rocky too do you know the, the have you ever seen it I mean, which specific part are you talking about? Okay, yes, you know I've seen it. when Rocky and Creed are training on the beach and then Adrian yells at Rocky and she's like, just tell me you're scared. I know yeah. you're scared. And yeah. he goes, I am afraid because I don't want to lose. So I watched that and it like got me fired up and I wrote my speech and then I sent it to a few of my other friends just to look it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sent it to the friend who gave me the nice kick in the nuts. I won't name her, but she, like if she shout ever out, to this, she'll Shout know. out one and time. I, and then, yeah, no, I'm not shouting it out, but. Silence and it gave me the kick in the ball, so I did my speech, Yeah, handed it in. I literally handed my speech in on the Tuesday before the elections. The Wednesday before the elections, I literally yeah. didn't sleep at all. I was having, like, the most insane panic attacks. I was, like, shaking and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't sleep at all because I kept thinking to myself, oh, what I would do is, because uh, there's, like, a masthead that gets to vote from the previous year and then the voters list. So literally what I would do is I would start counting like, oh, I can get this person, I can get this person, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I can't get these seven other people, but I have maybe these people on the so voters list. So you were list. going full, and like, like politician crazy. No, nah, I wasn't, like, politician <laughs> crazy, but I was doing a lot of, like, scenario, like, yeah. counting, and, yeah, and yeah, every yeah. scenario I did, it was like, oh, shoot, I don't have enough votes. Like, I can't get, there isn't enough, there is no mathematical way for me to win. Yeah. If it goes the way I think it's going to go. So then, the Wednesday night before the elections... I got, like, kind of a good sleep. I had a mediocre workout where always. I was working out, and I, and I kept on, like, because I always, like, work out, and it usually takes my mind off things, and when I start my workout, I say, like, just lock in, forget about whatever's going on. It's called mindfulness, and I, yeah. And I literally could not stop thinking about the election, and every yeah. time I would, I was, like, doing, like, close grip tricep press, and I just stopped. Like, I usually never quit my workouts, and I put the weights down, and I was, like, went upstairs to my room for half an hour, and I was, like, what the what the f am I doing with myself? Like I cannot let this. I have to just think that I'm gonna win and be positive because if I keep telling myself I'm gonna lose and I have no chance, it's yeah. gonna come off that way and people won't vote for me. And I just have to like fake being confident. Confidence is key, man. And then so I went back downstairs. I finished my workout, got more Rocky motivation because I listened to Hearts on Fire like yeah. literally just on repeat Great for the that, the rest of the hour. Yeah. And I had a good workout that Wednesday, and then the night before like. Some of my one of my friends called me and he's like, "Yo, like I know it's easy to tell you not to stress, but it's super like obviously for you like this is your only plan. Like I know it's your only plan, but yeah. I think you'll win." And he kept saying, "I think you'll win. I think you'll win." And I I believe that you'll win. Yeah. So to me, I was in the mindset where I would tell myself, "I got this. Like I am going to win." Like I would literally yeah. be one the, the craziest thing. Like this is I'm not even making this up. I was sitting in my bed, listening to. I was listening to Home Sweet Home by Motley Crue in my Great bed the Wednesday song. before the election. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I just started smiling, and I sat up, and I was like, I am going to fucking win. Like, yeah. this is the only time I'll swear on this. So yeah, that yeah, yeah. I just, like, sat up in my bed, and I was like, I'm going to fucking win. Yeah, like, I'm going like, to just yeah. do my speech. And I said, and if I, and then I was like, if I don't win, I have this backup plan that I've worked on, and I'll, like, take a little bit of time off from social media. Yep. I'll kind of, like, fall off the regroup, face of the earth for a bit. Regroup. And then I'll have a huge comeback, and people will be like, damn, like, Gavin Axelrod, like, yeah, what a guy. look at what this guy's doing. What a man, yeah. So then we get 
my the Thursday of the election, we had like my feature class, and it's like a lab where you have to be present. And I was not paying attention to anything that was happening at all. Literally, all I could think about was how am I going to win this election? Who's going to vote for me? Who isn't yeah. going to vote for me? Finally, we get to the election, and there's like different sections of the paper. So my speech was the first one after the first two hours of the election. Oh God! So I was sitting there, and I was actually like pretty calm. Surprisingly, like I think seeing other people do their speeches made me feel calm and i just sort of like said to myself this isn't really as like big of a deal like obviously it's the goal that i had reached for and i hate i literally hate losing i say this all the time yeah but if it doesn't work out for me like everything happens for a reason and yeah. it's that robert frost poem i think maybe or Which one? i don't know who it is it's about like the hand you're dealt with the i don't know what it oh, is oh you mean the gambler no not that you gotta not... know when to hold is that copywritten am i gonna get sued are we gonna get sued here, I'll, this is the quote. This is the quote no I saw, like one of her raptors. Um, no walk away. Here, this is okay. Here's the quote. It's not Robert Frost, but okay. the quote is like, "It's not about the cards you're dealt, but how you play the hand." Yeah. So I saw like, because the Raptors were on a losing streak, and one of their players posted that. So I was like, "Oh, this is a good model for me to adapt Fair. for, uh, for this thing." And then, um, so the Thursday of the elections happens, and I was. I did my speech and I felt really good about it. And then they grill you for like questions. Yep. And a lot of people were texting like, and it was on zoom. So usually when it's like in person at the eye opener, there's like maybe 20 people. There's 65 people on zoom oh, watching geez. me do my speech. Yeah. And I, I thought I hit a home run. Like people like, obviously no one's going to say my speech sucked in the comments, but I got a lot of messages after. And the questions were the first question for the like question and answer period. I stumbled so hard because I was super nervous and just rushed through it. But then I got my confidence and I knew what I was going to say and I just sort of like jumped in. Yeah. And the way I kind of like wrote my speech anyways is that I, I wanted to go second because I kind of knew like, not knew, but I had an idea of what the other person might say. You it's always like, want to you know, go, you, yeah, you always want to yeah, go Yeah, so I was like just staying as quiet as possible, honestly, because I was too nervous to say I wanted to go first anyways, but it worked out for me. I got to go second, did my speech, did all the answers and then ordered McDonald's after to celebrate and yeah. then... I didn't even sleep that night. I literally, like, stayed up till 4 in the morning. Um, I was still, like, trying to crunch the numbers and, like, do a scenario. And yeah. and one of the scenarios I had was, like, if I got all the people on the voters list to vote for me and the masthead, then I could do it and I could win by, like, two votes. But then I said, oh, well, what if this person flips or, like, what if someone else flips? So um, Friday comes around and I'm so sleep-deprived. I wasn't really – and I didn't eat anything. I was just literally pacing around my house yeah, yeah, the whole day. Yeah. Um, I started the morning, like I went, I think I went to bed at four and I woke up at eight and I slept for four hours. And so I was putting myself through this Jeez. grueling, like anxiety ridden, like horrible sleep. Yeah, I was literally having like a panic attack, like every yeah. half an hour, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. crunching the numbers. And I would try and watch a show. I forget what, oh, Captain America, or I guess Falcon. Oh God, we got so much to talk then. about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. then, so I watched that and then, um, the voting closed and then I waited. I was the last last call for the voting mm. like the because the editor-in-chief calls everyone to tell them if they won yeah and i was the last call so i was freaking out the whole yeah, entire yeah, yeah. time went like my friend she was all she's also on the master like she's the one that gave me the kick in the balls she was like the second last call and i think i was the last call wow so we were both freaking out and i was saying and i also like just the night before like during that afternoon i also watched this documentary it's about it's about this wrestler like the great sasuke in japan yeah. And he wanted to become a politician, but no one took him seriously because he wears, like, a wrestling mask. And then at the end of the 
thing when he loses his election. He's like, well, I can't bring joy to people as a politician. But then there was this, it was from a while back when there was like a huge like storm in Japan that left people displaced and like yeah. people died. And he's like, but what I can do to find my purpose is I can bring joy to these kids um, who don't have a home and like may have lost their parents and don't have anything yeah. in the wrestling ring. And like, I can find a new purpose in life. And I was like watching that documentary, like, oh, maybe my purpose isn't what I thought it was. Like, I'll lose this election and I will find like something find something else. Find something I'll find else. another way to fulfill my purpose. But then I'm like a little bit of chatter is coming through, you know, like people start hearing their results and I, I'm going to just like, I don't want to expose anyone, but I had heard before like that I got, that I got my call that I might have won, Yeah. but I didn't want to start celebrating and I was Until waiting you know. for my call yeah. and I was like just waiting and waiting and finally the phone rings and the editor in chief, she goes, Hey Gavin, I'm really sorry, but you got the position, and I was like, and I literally the funniest joke of all time. No, oh I my was, god, I love when people because, do that because I had heard that I I had potentially won from a yeah. few trusted sources before. I uh, when I heard, oh, I'm sorry to tell you, my heart dropped, and then all of a sudden, I literally told her on the phone, like, that was so cruel. Like you don't yeah, understand. Yeah, been, yeah, yeah. I got four hours of sleep last night. I have barely eaten anything all day, and I'm so stressed out. I just. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, so I got the call. I, uh, I like literally celebrated and I told him, and we had, we had steak for dinner that night nice. and I hadn't eaten. So I literally ate an entire rib steak, but nice. it was insane because it like, it was kind of scary, you know, like the, for 48 hours, I was thinking I had just done all this work for two years and put together a sick portfolio. Yeah. And like last year we talked about this before. I thought I was going to do an internship. Yep. It didn't turn out, and like my whole yep. entire plan was like derailed again. And I was, I was thinking back to like when I played competitive basketball and I got cut from like a club team and stuff. And I said, I was literally saying like I need like I want this plan to go through so badly because there's so many times where I put a plan together and it just falls apart. And then when I got that call, it was like literally just the biggest relief ever. I celebrated with, I literally like yelled like Let's effing go! Like yeah. I was so happy at. And then I put a tweet out and I got like so many notifications. My phone crashed in like yeah, yeah, yeah. 12 minutes. It just broke. Like my phone literally broke. And it was like, wow. it was the most rewarding feeling ever, honestly, just to know that people recognized my hard the work effort. enough to just, and the effort I put in. Yeah, man. And now, yeah, now it's the new challenge. And it's crazy. Like I'd had this goal for two years and then you just accomplish your goal and you kind of say to yourself, like, what's next? What's next? What am I going to do? But obviously I know what's next and I know it's going to be probably a tough year, but I'm super excited for that. Sorry, I didn't mean to go on a tangent. No, that was great. That was great. People, I mean, in this in this show, we rarely get a Gavin. Uh, yeah, I usually don't really flex so. anything, and I I didn't tell anyone for like, I pretty much didn't tell anyone that I was running, and yeah, um, because I, I again, if I told people I was, I only told, it's I told it's, three people, and I told the, they were all just and they all knew, and I I didn't want to tell people or like put it out there, and then if I lost, people would say. Oh, whatever happened? And I, I just didn't want to say that I it's lost. The drivers, I uh, it's the driver's test uh, situation. You don't, yeah. tell, you don't tell anyone when exactly. you're going for your road test because if you fail, you don't want anyone to know that. Bruh, and then when I, because I wasn't supposed to tell anyone about um, that I won until it was officially announced. So I yeah. put out a quick thing and I said, just got like the best news ever. It's two years in the making. And it's freaking real. And then uh, like people were messing me. I knew it. Me I now. knew that's Please what that was. Now. Yeah, and ah. so when that happened, I put that out just because, like, I didn't even plan to do that. I just, I was literally planning the whole entire night before the results came out. 
how I was going to address my loss on social media, what kind of cryptic message I was going to put. And I have like a folder that I started on my phone and it was like cryptic images that I can put on social media after I lost to just go away for a while. Like yeah. what could I do to just pe- to get people's attention to let them know that I'm riding off into the sunset or everything, yeah. but I'll be back. And then when I won, I, I literally just, I hadn't planned anything for what I want. So I had to like draft a tweet and like, you, even you, on Instagram, I never best. post, yeah. you know, it's a big deal because I never yeah, post posts. anything that happens to me on Instagram or like yeah. anything big. And I put it, I literally just said like, screw it. I'm taking this moment to just yeah. flex. Like Congrats, I wanted man. it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I get yeah. chills talking about it just cause it was a huge, like it was super important for me to win. And I agree. Yeah, it was, I agree. Congratulations. I, I literally had zero faith in myself too. Like <laughs> it's, a, it's a lesson for life. All you listeners, yeah. there, there it is. You can, you can, you know. Expect the worst and hope for the best, and uh, don't be like Gavin. Plan for the best as well, just in case. Plan for both. Always plan. Be planned. Always be closing. That's the <laughs> – I don't even know, man. I agree. Congratulations. You deserve it. It's going to be a big year, and uh, that's fantastic news. It's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry to go on a tangent. I just, no, that's no, the no, only no. time I'll ever do that. Don't I'm apologize. usually a humble guy. <laughs> don't apologize. Don't apologize. You deserve it. You deserve oh. it. Anyways, Jaron, what's your tangent? <laughs> my tangent is that Winnipeg didn't weather the storm again. Okay, but this is my question. Since we had 300, what was it, 361 cases today? Something like that. Oh, I'm we were over check. 200 or over 300. We were at like 230-something yesterday, weren't we? I'll check Bar- what Bart has to say. Bartley Keeves. Keeves. Is it Keeves? Keeves. It's Keeves. Yeah, yeah. Keeves. Um, One of us. Okay. we got to get him on was... the show. Can we get him on the show? Okay, today was 363 new cases, which is the most since December 11th when 447 cases were announced. Wow. And I think the thing, okay, the whole entire week I've been saying just casually to people is we're going into another lockdown, we're going into another lockdown. Yeah. But I don't know because, because... We're in one. Because, well, no, not really. We're in a quasi-lockdown. Well, we're not going to get locked, locked. You mean like March lockdown? Last year in March? No, I'm thinking about like Ontario where they're gonna put a stay at home order because like March thing, like March last year. Yeah, the only thing that I think now is now that like it's fifteen days until like your everyone's laptop, eligible. Your laptop is about to blow up. Yeah, I know, it's because I didn't update my Google Chrome. Um No no, no everyone's it, eligible now. No, they aren't. It's May twenty first. No, men, they aren't. Men. Men. They aren't. I have three three of our mutual friends got it today. Yeah, but I'm not eligible for any of it because I don't meet any of the criteria. It's like anyone who's not eligible. Like, I could be eligible if I worked in certain areas, but I'm You're like the May 21st. You're entirely eligible. No, I'm not. I'm the May 21st. Look You're it up. River Heights. It's not one of the areas. It's, it's like our Fort Gary. Mutual, our mutual friend, Moore uh, Cake, just got it. I don't know who that is. Can you text me and I'll tell you why they MC, got it? Like, MC. MC. Yeah, but I don't know. They like me for my eligibility, and I'm. I don't want to cut any corners. I'm not like I'm not eligible until May twenty first when everyone eighteen and up is eligible. Some people might be eligible that are our age because they work in like oh. restaurants. Are you not? Or they wor- do oh, are things. you not working right now at all? No, I'm working, but I, my work isn't eligible. Like it doesn't get me into any of the criteria. Okay, but that's so, why I'm so like anyways, May twenty first. Continue with your theory. So that my my thing now is like thinking about how Rusin and Pallister think is that they probably won't put any more restrictions in place because in two weeks, literally everyone can get vaccinated. And um, that doesn't mean though that on May 21st, everyone will get vaccinated on May 22nd. No, it'll be, it'll be at least a month until we have like, yeah, exactly. Like, like I could be, I become eligible on May 21st, 
but I might not get my vaccine until June 5th, you know? like Is that is that because you don't want to, or is that because you might not be No, no, to? that's because, like, I might not be able to get an appointment. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that, oh, I want the vaccine. Like, every yeah, yeah, literally yeah. every time someone I know gets it, and they're, like, and I know that they they party and they're irresponsible, like me, I'm the literally the most you, responsible you COVID safe. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it pisses me off so much when I see someone get it that I know is, like, cutting corners, or, yeah. like, cut corners to get their vaccine and i'm like just give me the freaking vaccine like yeah, yeah, stab yeah. it in my arm you know people yeah, go inject this into my veins like yeah, yeah. it literally injected into yeah, me yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. man i i here's what i'm thinking first of all for those of you who don't know uh little insider tip this uh current situation in manitoba is the worst situation we have had thus far with COVID. our entire icu system is overrun there are no beds available in the entire city of winnipeg uh, I'm not sure about, you know, externally, but but in, in Winnipeg, at least, our entire system is overrun. Um, the province probably won't impose restrictions like no patios because people are tired of COVID. And that's why our numbers are so bad is because people got lazy. Like, like the, the, the theory of like, you can see one or two people that mandated from the government. That is a great theory in theory. But the reality of the situation is that people weren't just seeing two people. They were seeing five people, ten people, in addition to, like, their family. Like, like people people treated this as if it was, um, you know, uh, 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 this summer when, like, you could pretty much do whatever you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's almost summer again, so logically, why wouldn't it be the same situation? But it's not. This is, like, worse than we've ever had. Uh, they're not going to impose more situ- – or, or – um, rules because they're already starting to find people you know like but speaking of mr kivas like he's he's tweeting out you know the fines every day that have mm-hmm. been imposed and it's starting to go up and we had these stupid anti-mask rallies which Yo, by the way see, uh, yeah you see who yeah yeah yeah, yeah. someone <laughs> someone that gavin and i know of uh was involved in those rallies you know they made a petition to get that person their job back and it got almost they don't the deserve their job back <laughs> You know what? They don't deserve their job or back the at posi- all. I don't know if it was the yeah. It wasn't a job. It was like I think it was a volunteer like position, position on a board or whatever. Something. You could if you do minimal research, you can figure out exactly who Gavin and I are talking about. I'm not I'm not worried about throwing. Shit oh, I don't here, care if like, they if they have a problem with this podcast, they can talk to me and exactly. I can say you're an idiot. You're an idiot for going to it. Anyone, this is this is a sweeping declaration. Anyone who listens to this episode or any of our episodes follows Gavin and I on Instagram or whatever. If you deny COVID, if you are anti like like Black Lives Matter, if you're racist in any way, if you're homophobic in any way, if you're a problematic, bigoted person and you don't understand basic sympathy of like India's dying right now and you don't want to put a mask on. For the love of God, unfollow us and never listen to anything we put out again because I don't want your viewership and I don't want you in my life. Period. Period. Yeah. That's it. That That's the sleeping very, there's your there's Jaren's fired That's up. That's my hot take. I am pissed off. They handle yeah, this just, so poorly. Yeah. God. My thing is that I'm just like super it just sucks because like me. I've literally like been the whole year like following the rules yeah, to the T. Like yeah, a lot of people I know that go out with their friends and they say, oh, well, I'm doing, like, you know, like, they find a way to make themselves feel better about doing things they shouldn't be doing. And just, it's so freaking frustrating. Just, not not that the vaccine is going to, like, cure everyone and, like, make COVID instantly go away, but, like, it's, it's the way start. the vaccine rollout was handled here, especially in Manitoba, is so yeah. bad. Like, I understand vaccinating, like, elderly people, but now, 
the but, but it's not future even of like, this country yeah. that is young and being attacked by the variants is yeah. exposed. Like, well, we are making are so, we aren't we forty or fifty percent of all provincial cases is people under the under the age. Yeah, it just frustrates like me so much, like that that it's like I it's May already, and like like one of my friends in Toronto, he's from Florida. He literally got off the plane and got Pfizer up. Like, yeah, man. <sighs> It's it's starting to really bother me, and there's not much we can do, like like that you know I'm not gonna go to a rally, to protest the government because the government is you know, not gonna ch- that's gonna make things worse right like our cases are gonna continue to rise if people keep being stupid, um, I'm I'm just fired up I'm I'm pissed off I'm 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 really upset, that, you know people are letting this happen. Because we all, we have everything to gain from COVID ending and everything to lose from it continuing, right? Like this situation, yeah. and, and and I and I think about the anti-mask rallies, and I wonder if if this was a Black Lives Matter rally, if the police would have fined people more heavily, you know, like or like, like yeah, it, 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 because it's because it's about something that that you know affects everyone equally, and uh, which isn't true, by the way. Um, and because it's not specifically political, it's, it's people, you know, with privilege arguing against something that, that isn't a privilege. Um, it pisses me off. It pisses me off to no end. I want, I want to see people fined. I want to see people put in jail. I want to see real repercussions besides two idiots losing their jobs. Man, you know what I think is like the most hypocritical thing about, um, the anti-mask rally that was here the restrictions that were put in place now are like designed so that that can happen again. small businesses and like people who rely on foot traffic and stuff yeah. and like their services the business small businesses at the forks had to close for yeah. the whole day yeah. because of the rally and yeah. therefore they couldn't make money like how hypocritical is that that this anti-mask rally was just allowed to happen and that businesses that are open and that are Oh, like because of the restrictions, they more like they're more entailed to sort of businesses and like everyone. Yeah. You might not get your full like amount of traffic, but you'll get some. Like they lost a day of where they could. Yeah. You know when anti mask rallies weren't happening, or at least not happening dramatically. Mm-hmm. Uh, March last year, when we were all stuck at home. Legally. Well, that's because everyone was scared. You know, like everyone I think was, it was scared, a, but, a lot of but, bit of fear. But now, but people also are sort of nothing like, was open, so no one was going anywhere to get that they had to put a mask on. Yeah. Right. You go grocery shopping, and yeah, you'd wear a mask. Right. <gasps> the, what? 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 Oh, I didn't even go grocery Lo- shopping. Was it Lowe's that they? Did you see the video of the guy at Lowe's who was yelling at these the, these this couple that refused to put masks on? Oh yeah. And he was like, so. "Get the hell out" or something. Like that shouldn't be happening. Put on a stupid mask. God, they're not even expensive anymore. Everyone makes them. I don't know. Anyways, that's my rant. That's my. That's my. Yeah, I, I'm more. I'm. I think the thing I'm most interested about seeing is like what, what's gonna happen here in the next week. Couple weeks. You know, because the case today, like the amount today, is the most since December, which is a big period. So Jeez. I'm. And now Manitoba has the third high. This is from Bartley as well. Yeah. Manitoba now has the third highest infection rate among Canada's provinces after Alberta and Ontario. Ontario's case counts are on the wane, however, and Manitoba should be number two soon if the trend continues. I swear to God, if we beat Alberta, I'm going to lose my mind. Well, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to move to Bangladesh. 
And I don't think forget, you want to do that and either. Forget my name and and live off the earth, dude. In, in the the COVID cases are really bad in Bangladesh oh, are too. They? Yes. I just mean I want to move you to just somewhere. Don't hear about it, I want to I want to be off the grid if Manitoba can't handle this. I'm moving to uh, the Saharan desert. I kind of think though that just one last people will be pissed off, but one last sort of stay at home order. order yeah. Between now and June fifth. June fifth. Yeah. Because I think that if you have or if you're encouraging people to stay at home. And then in that period, the only place where people are able to go is like the essentials and to get your vaccine. When we come out of it, we could be seeing less cases. I think I, I we would see infinitely less. Like the not reason, that it's like that easy, but it's, the reason it feels like it okay, be but it easy. is. You know what? It, it, it that's that's a lazy that's a lazy like I, I I'm not I'm obviously I'm not against you here, but like that's a that's a viewpoint that I keep hearing. People are like ah like people are gonna be pissed off. No one's gonna follow the rules. Blah blah blah. Like that's the most straw man argument I can ever hear. People are not gonna like what the government does. You know, people haven't liked what the government's been doing forever, right? Like the 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 decriminalization or the legalization of weed came after how many years of people asking for them to do it and how many years of protesting. The legalization of gay marriage came after how many years of protesting, right? Like, these things have been historically argued against, but just because, you know, we've decided that for the greater good, this thing needs to change, like, like our, our protests seem to have, you know, worked in the end. But, like, that doesn't mean that the first protest that was anti anti-gay marriage, like double anti-gay marriage or pro-gay marriage, I guess, that doesn't mean that that did anything, Right. They could put us in lockdown for a month. They could get the cases down and get vaccinations up. And we could have a summer. But they're not going to do that because they're Bruh. not effective. Dude, that... Okay, I'm actually so sorry. But whenever I hear people say we can have a summer, it yeah. actually pisses me off so in much. Because regard? like, because just because I think that people have this notion that, oh, we're all going to get vaccinated and then we're going to have a summer and we're going to go crazy but like no 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 i even I, though I understand no i know what you're saying yeah, yeah, i know yeah. you didn't mean it that way yeah, but i just yeah. hate that like a lot of people have this idea that like vaxxed girl you're gonna summer. get vaccinated like there's okay there's one person i'm thinking of i don't know if you follow them on social media but um i don't want to even like give an initial because you probably won't even get it but i remember before they were posting about like how you have to be super safe during covid blah 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 and then they got vaccinated and now all their social media posts are like them living life no masks partying like Man, insane I, like anyone who's going to party so it's just screw like you th- that like sometimes i worry that people are gonna get Safe, too caught up in that they're vaccinated and then they can just go wild and like things are, are gonna just automatically be normal and that you don't have to like still be per be cautious you know that there's still a pandemic and there's still a potential of you getting covid Sick. you know yeah, yeah. I, I, I hear that. I, I agree. When I say summer, I mean like being yeah, able, to, I know being able to go to the park and, you know, you know, be safe with friends and like toss a football. You know, I don't I don't mean like like go crazy, go into everyone's houses, go to a bush uh, party. Go crazy. Uh, go stupid. Uh, no, um, yeah, but no. also on the lockdown note, I used to think that this on my pen. I used to be sort of like really, really, really into lock it down lock it down like we need to lock it down but now i'm kind of more like i'm not against the lockdown but if there is going to be a lockdown i want to hopefully it's done in a way that like allows businesses to you know that's the problem is we're not gonna that's the problem is we're not gonna it's like how do you find the balance they would have to introduce a new serb yeah 
they would have to they would have to get off their butts find the money and make it happen and like that's a thing that's just not going to happen you know i'd rather canada goes into debt and people stop dying than people continue to like even having one death every couple days is too many like that's too much zero deaths is the right amount negative deaths in fact have babies with your significant other that you're locked down at home with that's that's my hot take anyways enough about the we'll get bartley kivas on here one day hopefully that'd be sick i think we should make it happen um i think bartley's like no disrespect to any of the other reporters in the city but just because yeah i think he's like the best reporter in the city shout out bartley kivas one time anyways gavin Captain America and the Winter... I mean, you know, no Yeah, spoilers. just say it. Who cares? If you haven't been watching this show, I don't give a shit. Captain it's Captain America, America and the Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. By the way, first of all, I hated the fact that at the end they changed the name to that. Why? Because it's we sick. already had that as a movie, and I didn't need a show named that too. They could have done anything. Captain America and Bucky would have been great. Are you Googling something? Are you trying no. to find an anecdote? Okay, yeah, I guess it's the same. <laughs> I guess I can see where it's kind of similar, but it was just Captain America, the Winter Soldier. But, like, I think for the purpose of the show, it, it just... It makes sense. It makes... And I was also glad that they didn't do Captain America and the White Wolf because I, it would Ew. just take the focus off of... No, because that's Bucky's, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah He's yeah. not the Winter Soldier anymore, but, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that they just kept it the Winter Soldier Sar- because They could have called him about, Sergeant Barnes. No, it's just more about <laughs> Sam. Like, they just left it, and it was sick because... Um, and like a lot of people, I agree that the part, the finale was kind of rushed and a lot of the writing in the show wasn't that good. No, no, no. I don't think a lot of the writing, I think Carly Morgenthau's character specifically. No, Carly Morgenthau's character sucked. And like the show was really bad. Like where Marvel struggles, even with WandaVision is that they introduce like six things at once and don't really let them breathe. And then they just like rush to the finish because they only have six episodes. Like in one episode we had the... Whatever Sharon's name, Sharon's character Carter, is. Sharon Carter. The power broker, oh, the power broker, Carly Morgenthau. And then we had, like, Isaiah, and we had, like, there was, like, five different plot points that got introduced in one episode, and, and then we just... But at the end, like, it wrapped it up nicely, and it'll set up whatever is happening next. But, man, John Walker, I hated him through the entire I series. and then so I, much. But he's, he's so good in the last episode. And then when, when it, he's also so naive, like, he got the suit for a U.S. agent. U.S. agent. And it's, like, the same as the comics, and it looks amazing, and then he has no idea that, like, he isn't actually going to be a hero. It's so funny when they bring I, the Thunderbolts yeah, into the little, MCU. Yeah, I'm a little confused with how naive he is at the end, when he's like, I'm back! No, she I'm does back. it on purpose, though, because, like, he thinks he's going to be a hero, but her idea is more, like... Hydra, right? Yeah, like he's, yeah, exactly. He's, he's Hydra's new poster boy. Yeah. Um, also, so funny. side note, would have been so easy to give Sam super serum. Thank he's God they didn't. Be, he's not going to be able to keep up. Like, he's going to be able to keep up because he's now Captain America, and, like, he, that comes with, you know, that title gives him superpowers. But, like, he's not going to be able to keep up. Like, he, is his, he got his butt whooped by... Uh, no, it makes Sam a better superhero that they didn't give him. Like, that would have been, to me, it's such an easy cop-out. But, like, Sam's whole story is that, for him, like, in the eyes of the public, like, he shouldn't be Captain America. And, like... Even before, like he just got roped in the event into the Avengers, pretty much yeah. by Steve. But now, he has decided on his own. Like, screw what everybody else thinks. I'll be Captain America, and he's he just does it. You know, like he doesn't need the super strength because he's got like all this technology. So he's, he's like, basically he's Iron smart. Man now with a vibranium shield. 
No, I'm gonna say <laughs> he's basically Iron Man. Iron Man. Like, yes, he is. He can. No, fly. I, I think though like, Sam as Captain America just works so well without like if they gave him the super serum, easiest cop out. Like the whole thing yeah. with Sam is that he didn't want the super serum. He just he, wanted to be better. You can like you can be a hero without being genetically engineered and yeah, blah, yeah, blah 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 yeah. like, you know. How did you feel about the uh, the very political speech? That oh, was I like Seventeen that. minutes long. It was good. That whole entire ending was good. The only part that was rushed was. The scene where Bucky went to what's his name's house when he the guy's son he oh, killed oh wait, and it was like y- two Yuri, seconds. Yuri? Yeah, he just knocked on his door. He's like, "Hey, I killed your son. Bye." And then they just like left. Like I would have been way yeah. more emotional. And also when he came back to the. <laughs> by the way, this is like a major spoiler episode. Who I guess, cares? But, like, but um, when he goes back to the bar and he sees yeah. what's her name, I wanted her to come outside and talk to him. Yeah, they showed. I wanted the love interest. They sort of rushed the ending with Bucky's part, but it's more about Sam anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. But he that gets was a ripped. Cool. He gets ripped. Hit Sam's training montage was so sick. Yeah. Yeah. And his new uh, suit is also insane. It's almost like it's pretty much comic accurate. I liked it. Too. I don't like the um the white gonna, neck. Yeah, thing. that's what I didn't like too. I think he was okay. I think he would have been okay with just goggles. I don't think he needs the neck thing. Yeah. I think it. I think it looked cool. The white. The white looks really. It is nice. a sick costume. It's though. gonna get like, real dirty though. It's a. It's amazing. I'm. Yeah. Enjo- I enjoy it. Like. You know, I did a rewatch of the full MCU this past week. Then when I really? finished exams, that was like my in celebra- order. Yeah, that was my celebratory. I mean, I didn't do Hulk, and I didn't do um, uh, Captain Marvel. Okay. Yeah, I still I, haven't seen Captain I Marvel. I hate Captain Marvel. Uh, I hate it because that movie was made just so that they could have uh, uh, her show up. She's just too OP for me, you know? Yeah. She's the exact opposite of Sam. Like, like I the like the character, opposite. and it's nothing against, like, a lot of people are like, oh, if you hate Captain Marvel, it's just because you hate women. But no, because no, I, I think that uh, Black yeah, Widow, Black is, Widow is, is one of my favorite yeah, characters. Fantastic. I just think and, they like, wrote just, her lazily. It's like it just in um, Endgame. It's just such an easy cop out for her to come back at the last minute. Oh, there were other galaxies that needed saving. Like, and they don't. Have I don't. Any, yeah. Come on now. Yeah. yeah you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I also like, think. Um, oh my God, what's her name from? I would uh, love for them to redeem, like, just to make a another Captain Marvel solo movie where it's like everyone unanimously says, "Okay, this Captain Marvel is sick." You know. Sick or like a problem. No, like, good sick. Like, oh, this is really cool. Like, now I can get him on board with this character. You know? Oh, oh, you mean, like, like they need to make a movie that makes her not an idiot. Or, like, no, not, not an, an idiot. idiot like, a cop-out. Like, a cop-out. Yeah, just, like... Like, give her a storyline that isn't just, this is how she got her powers, and she's now the most powerful thing in the universe. Yeah, it just seems like... Yeah. I guess for Steve Rogers, it's kind of one of the same thing. Why well, is that idiot? But, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what, what it is with the character. I really want to like it, but... When I was watching Endgame, yeah. and the, the, it was just the other galaxies in it saving just felt like the biggest cop-out. It could have been literally any character that came and was like, oh, there are other galaxies that... That don't have you guys that, that need someone. Yeah, yeah but... I mean, so even in, um, like, WandaVision, I liked a lot, but I, I didn't like the finale just because it felt... The last two episodes felt super rushed, and they were just... Really racing. rushed. Agatha that's what, I, didn't that's what need- I think... Agatha did, Agatha did not need to be a part of that show. The the problem, if the problem was entirely Wanda the entire time, I would have been very happy with that. I think that would have been a good like, answer. Agatha was good, and it was fine that we all like knew, um, 
her origin now. That it was going to be her all along. Like, it was pretty fairly obvious, but um, I don't know what it was. Like, the last few episodes of Division, it just, it kind of sucks when you, like, know how a show is going to end and it's super telegraphed and there's no, like, there was literally no swerve whatsoever in yeah. the show. It just sort of went on the way it happened, and it was cool. But I think I liked... Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier to me, it was just more more Marvel to me. It like, felt more Marvel. Yeah. WandaVision was sick because it was something new and it had a lot of like the magic stuff which we haven't really seen in Marvel, which was awesome. But yeah, for me personally, I just and also Sharon Car- like Sharon at the end literally played the whole entire system. Yeah. Which is sick. Really I'm good. really excited to see where Sharon is. Is she gonna be the bad guy now? I have no in, clue. In Someone like Captain America four or whatever? Because she, yeah, it's like she definitely has some contacts, you know. She's, cr- I mean, that that storyline was crazy. I would have been happier if she, if Morgan Thau was like working for her the whole time. Oh yeah, that was like the most unsatisfying. Like, like she just uh, died. She just literally just died. That's it. At least Sam was nice enough to carry her out, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think it was all a little bit rushed. I I, I do want to see more of. Um, oh my God, what was his name? He was the Black Super Soldier. Uh, Isaiah? Yeah, Isaiah. I'd li- I'd like to see more of him in Captain America 4. I'd like to see him as like Sam's like mentor in some way. Yeah, I hope that they don't like that the end of uh like it's not the end of like Isaiah. We just we could get to learn more about him and Yeah, his story is interesting. Um mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. I I'm excited to see all these new Oh boy. All these new movies uh that they just announced. I'm super excited for all of it. I mean, I mean, Doctor Strange is the best. Um, you know, the new Spider-Man is going to be great. I think Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man we've had thus far. That's my hot take. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to see Thor. Guardians 3 will be a lot of fun. Like, all these things are going to be great. And I, none, um, none get me more excited than finally seeing Black Widow. Bruh, um, I'm sorry. But the next movie I'm looking forward to in Marvel, Marvel is Thor: Love and Thunder. Like man, that's Black Widow, man. I've I've never been on really like that interested to see. I kind of it's kind of weird that we're getting a Black Widow prequel, like right if you know her character is dead in the MCU. <laughs> I always thought that was kind of a weird creative decision. Like why wouldn't yeah. they? Why wouldn't they try and make as much money off of Black Widow into a prequel movie so people get attached to her? And then kill her off in yeah. Endgame, like that would have been cool. That's my ge- like. I'm obviously a genius, but um, yeah, I was. I haven't really been like that excited for that movie. I'm sure it'll be really good, but Natalie freaking Portman coming back. And Thor: Love and Thunder coming is back. Be just amazing. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Why did they? Why did she not show up in Ragnarok? I have no clue. I feel like it. It was like they wrote there were they wrote her out of the movie, but they probably just couldn't find like a way to fit yeah. her in in real life. You know. I don't know. I, I think that that, like, I went back and watched Thor. Uh, well, I mean, I watched all of them. First of all, Thor is one of the worst movies of all time. The Which original one? Thor. The original Thor. Oh, yeah, it's one sucks. of the worst. But it Thor really Ragnarok sucks. is probably the best MCU Ragnarok movie. is really great. No, I think, I still think Doctor Strange is. I think Doctor Strange is the best per capita, like, per joke. F- lands funny every time. And also, I don't know if that was English. And also, um, I just think Benedict Cumberbatch is the perfect person to play that character. Like, just the perfect amount of ego and sass. Oh, how do you... Are you excited about the Loki show? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Isn't it Loki, three so. seasons confirmed already? Uh, I'm not sure. I, think, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't need to see that much Tom Hiddleston. Well, they moved up the release date. When is it yesterday, now? June 9th, instead oh, of geez. like originally when it got announced because uh, what's it called? Um, Star Wars: The Bad Batch just started, and its day is Friday. And originally Loki was also supposed to be Friday, and I, it's the second time now that two MCU or two Disney Plus originals will be going up against each other, and because Mighty Ducks went up against Captain America and the yeah. Winter Soldier, and I could not give a flying f about the Mighty Ducks. Like I would have watched it. Man, I didn't if even. It wasn't, I didn't even. Yeah, I didn't. Watch if it, it wasn't up against Captain America and the Winter Soldier, like if yeah. you're if you're gonna have an original show streaming Fridays. I'm watching one over the other, and I'm not yeah. getting invested. Yeah, but I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure that's why they moved up Loki so that Wednesdays could be for Loki and Friday could be for Bad Batch because they don't want to have like two originals awesome. going up against each other, which is a smart decision. So yeah, man. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, I think we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to catch up on because we haven't made an episode in five months, but um, we just hit an hour, so I'm thinking maybe this is a good time to end it. Yeah, I agree. We probably gotta probably gotta yeah. dip out. Anyways, everyone, uh, welcome. Uh, we 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 hope you enjoyed uh, the uh, semi-annual or biannual uh, episode of this podcast. Um, you know, as always, whether you enjoyed us talking about Winnipeg, Gavin and I's political advancements, or uh, or at the end, you know, this little bit of Marvel. Uh, we are we are always excited and always ready to make these episodes for you. Um, you know you can always make sure to head on over to our Instagram or or you know our Twitters or whatever and uh, make sure to give us a follow over there. We, once we hit 500 followers on our Instagram, we'll be giving away a T-shirt or something. Um, uh, also, if any one of our episodes uh, get over uh, 1,000 streams on any platform, we will also be giving away something fun so make sure to head on over all the links will be in the description of this episode um gavin do you have anything to plug nope nothing man of silence <laughs> nope. go uh go chill go stay at home and be safe uh and other than that thank you so much for watching this episode or listening to this episode i suppose uh as always my name is jaren my name is it's also not, Jaren. It's not Jaren. <laughs> and uh, we hope you enjoyed. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.